you know, it wasn't that long ago that poor tenant health care, uh, the Dallas-based healthcare hospital business really looked like it was on its last legs. And when Ron Rittmar came in, I said, well, that's it. They're just going to dress it up and sell it or maybe sell it piecemeal. Well, that's changed a lot. In fact, Goldman Sachs came out the other day and said HCA and tenant healthcare are the ones that are best positioned for the, for the year 2022. Ron Rittmar is executive chairman and CEO and joins us now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks, David. Always a pleasure. Well, you can tell me how wrong I was, I guess, three years ago, but that was a, <laughs> that, that was a pretty sad state over there. That, I mean, to be put in the company of HCA and be mentioned that way by Goldman Sachs, which is a pretty good outfit, that's a massive turnaround. Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a long march for the last three years. I mean, I, I guess I got here at the end of seventeen or September of seventeen, so uh, whatever time frame that is, it went fast. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, uh, it's been very busy. We built a really good team. Uh, you know, we moved our off our headquarters, uh, into a better, better environment. And we have, uh, we across the organization, you know, we've changed a lot of our, uh, operations. We've sold off hospitals that we really didn't see a future with, uh, for us at least. And we've expanded our ambulatory business, uh, considerably. And then we obviously up in Frisco have our conifer headquarters and our conifer operations, and we we've made a lot of uh, significant changes with that. You know, financially, I think uh, the company is beyond uh, uh, where it was three years ago. Our debt leverage when I got here was over well over six. We're down in the low fours at this point, uh, and um, you know, most of that was driven by better earnings. Uh, our cash flows are up and have been up, uh, doing much better. And, uh, you know, so overall, the company is a, is in a very strong financial yeah. position. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our stock moved from, I think when I got here, it was 15 or 16, and I think today we're up close to 70. So. Oh, no, it's up 80% this year. It's up 191% year over year. So you, you, you alluded to the three segments. So you've got the hospitals, which everybody knows. You've got right. the ambulatory care business, the USPI, U.S. Surgical Partners, and then Conifer, Correct. which is hospital services, which at one right. point was going to be sold, and I know you've decided to keep, to keep it. So where's the growth? Which, which area? Every segment, actually. Um, you know, I, uh, the hospitals have really uh, done very well. Uh, again, we did trim. We just announced our Miami uh, or hospitals were, that were in the process of selling those. Uh, to Stewart, which is who's also located here in in Dallas, um, so we're 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 moving those off our list. Uh, we'll still be very big in Palm Beach. Uh, we have five major hospitals in Palm Beach area, Greater Palm Beach area, and then we have within the state of Florida probably another forty ambulatory uh, facilities. So we have a a really big network in Florida. Florida is still very important to us, but we're seeing growth across our hospitals. In fact, today I spoke about expansions. In San Antonio, for example, here in terms of, you know, looking at just Texas, uh, you know, expansions in San Antonio and El Paso uh, to deal with the fact that those cities are growing. So we'll add more facilities down there, more support down there. Uh, and, you know, we have uh, Palm Beach. We're, we're adding some stuff uh, out in Memphis. We're adding things. So we've had growth across the board, really. Yeah. And uh, our hospitals are delivering uh, very, very well. Uh, on a on a continual basis. So you, you know you, uh, met, you you mentioned. Let me stop you. For, you mentioned Memphis. I was reading about St. Francis in, in Memphis, which has 
you were saying the largest number of surgical robots in one it's location true. in the Mid-South. That's remarkable. And that's also expensive. But tell me about surgical robots. What do, what do they do? Well, surgical robots, obviously, I mean, just like any kind of robotic effort, I mean, surgeons now are moving more and more uh, complex cases uh, with robots, which they they operate and do the surgery actually through the robotic arms. It tends to be more efficient, more effective, uh, quicker recoveries, um, and, and just better. So uh, Memphis just happens to be a location where we've invested a lot of that, given the given what the market needs are and what the community needs. And we're doing a partnership with a, uh, you know, very well-known um, cancer operation in that area. And we will uh, really expand our oncology business uh, there. And then the robotics will be used by their surgeons as well in our hospital to do minimal, minimal invasive uh, surgery. You know, so. obviously so much has changed here in a year. But I remember talking to you a year ago, and I really thought, you know, they, when a massive outbreak like a pandemic would probably be good for health care because so many people needed care. You told me it was just the opposite, that you had a lot of empty beds that had to sit around and, and I guess, nonproductive business waiting waiting for business. Where are we now with, with the pandemic? I'd, I'd say we've recovered um, almost 95% of our numbers compared to 2019 using that as a basis. Um, and you know, the, the, uh, surgery area has done very well and really in surgeries, we were back by May in terms of starting to do elective surgeries again. And that has come back on a consistent basis, uh, over the last year and continues to get stronger. Uh, you know, USPI is actually uh, performing even better than they were on a year over year basis. So, you know, people realize that we need to do, uh, there are surgeries that need to be done. And, you know, we're obviously a, a location of choice. And so throughout the country, so that has worked very well. Um, you know, the hospitals are seeing good recovery. We have very COVID safe protocols. We still have them in place. Um, even with the resurgence of the variant, uh, you know, we're operating on a pretty full, full basis uh, across the country. So, um, you know, we can provide a very safe, uh, and high quality, uh, care for people. And, you know, we kind of operate around four pillars. Uh, compliance is one, making sure that we're compliant with all the things we're supposed to be doing. Right. You know, safety is very important to us. Uh, and then, you know, the quality of how we do that is equally important. So we, we spend a lot of time on these things and it really, uh, solidifies and builds out our patient population to, uh, go to their hospital and we cater to the community. You know, tenant is a broad name covering, you know, uh, 65 surgical or 65 acute care hospitals, you know, 20 some surgical hospitals and then a, a hundreds of uh, surgery centers and other uh, facilities. But locally we're branded in every locale by what we do locally. Mm. And for us, that means that we really want to be part of the community. And, you know, our mantra is a community built on care. And that's what we tend to use um, in how we operate. So are you in a position now to spend more time on the things that you're supposed to be spending time on is running running a hospital and taking care of people? Because otherwise, it seems like uh, during your tenure, but prior to you, all the conversation was about health care and, and politics and Obamacare and what was going to happen to health care costs and, you know, were people going to get covered? I don't hear anything about that anymore. 
Oh, I'd say it's still out there. Um, those conversations, at least in my world, still exist. And, you know, the delivery of health care in an efficient manner is really important. Uh, bending the health care cost curve is very important. I mean, one of the things that the ambulatory operation gives us, uh, and that's why we continue to invest and expand it. As you know, we've we've uh, probably expanded by well over 50 centers since late December in the ambulatory space. Uh, it reduces the cost of, of health care, reduces the cost of surgeries, because it can be done in more of an outpatient setting, and it's more intimate with the patient. Uh, and that's important. Uh, reducing the cost of health care is very, very important. And a hospital is not always the place where everything has to be done. So we want to be on both ends of that, that spectrum, if you will. Uh, if acute care is needed, we can handle that. If a surgery is needed that's more complex, we do that in one of our surgical hospitals. And then if we can do outpatient surgery, no longer than a one-night stay, maybe a two-night stay, we do that in, in, in surgery centers across the country. Uh, and that allows us to continue to bend the cost curve of healthcare. So are you, are you saying you're, you're slowly getting out, you're extracting yourself from the, the large, you know, multi faceted and acute care hospitals and going more to the specialties? No, not at all. Uh, we, we have 65 acute care hospitals currently, uh, that will reduce by, uh, five when we, we sell Miami. So that will, when we close on Miami, hopefully in August, that'll leave us 60. Uh, but then we're going to build out, uh, another location in San Antonio. Uh, we're probably going to build one out in El Paso. We are building one as we speak in Rock Hill, South Carolina, so we're going to stay in the hospital business and in the complex hospital business because for long-term care and for care of the chronically ill, acute care hospitals play a major role. And not everything can be done in an outpatient setting and not everything can be done in a surgical setting. So there is a major role for hospitals, especially as the population continues to age. Uh, so that, that is something we're, we're not getting out of. We're just being selective about where we're doing it. We're either number one or two in our markets in about 70, 70%, 75% of our markets across the country. Wow. Well, I, and, and your shareholders love you with an 80% gain this year. Ron Rittenmeyer is executive chairman and CEO of Tenant Healthcare. We always enjoy our visits. Thank you, sir. Thanks, David, for the time. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. Redmar. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.